Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, along with our engineer, Kyle. Kyle, say hi to everybody. Man, he talks too much. Also, we've, of course, got our producer, T-Bone. T-Bone's in the house. How are you doing, T-Bone? T-Bone is well-fed, so I'm doing good. <laughs> you mentioned, what was that, chicken and... Grilled chicken and coleslaw. Oh, good dinner. Good dinner. And, of course, our in-house expert, the man, Dan Doc Hathaway. Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm awesome. good. Memorial Day weekend, a couple weekends ago, and I forgot to talk about this last week, but you've got a family. How many kids? I've got three girls. <laughs> yeah. Man. I'm a mess. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What's that show with, with uh, Tim? Um, help me out here, everybody. Alan. Tim Allen. He's got, the, he's got the three girls. Yeah. Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Is that yeah. what it's like? That pretty much, yeah. If you leave the toilet seat up, do you get some evil glares? Uh, I get to sleep in the garage for the week. Yeah. <laughs> So Memorial Day weekend, you got the wife, you got the three kids. You're a grilling expert. Yep. I'm curious, what did you fire up for Memorial Day weekend? So for Memorial Day weekend, we just kind of kept it simple and we just fired up a couple of uh, uh, can cookers and and did ribs all weekend long. Really? Yeah. It just seemed like the right thing to do. It's America. America loves ribs. America. America. And so, uh, yeah, we cooked some ribs, uh, took some over to the neighbors and had a good old time, yeah. Now, in future shows, we'll be talking about different types of ribs. But what kind of ribs did you have this uh, time? I just did some St. Louis spare ribs. St. Louis? Yeah, it's I, just kept it simple. Didn't want to have to work too hard. That might be my favorite. Now, how long do you smoke those? It depends on the cooker I'm using. So the cooker that I was using was a uh, gateway drum cooker. They take two and a half hours to cook on the can and piece of cake. I mean, you throw them on and they're done. About what temperature? 300 degrees. And just... Just rocking and rolling. You just... Set it up and you can't pretty much leave it alone or do you have to go turn them? What do no, you do? No, that you know, the trick with those, you just set it up, put the lid on it in an hour and a half. You check them, wrap them and they're done. Nice. Yeah. It's a piece of cake. Nice. Yeah. You, I assume you're using wood on that. Oh yeah. What yeah, kind well, of wood? So I, I like to use a little uh, cherry and pecan. Nice. It's just a nice little mixture. It makes me feel like I'm doing something special <laughs> and man, you get some great smoke flavor out of that. Did your wife fix any sides or what do you do for sides? Do you remember? I know it was two well, weeks ago. I mean, there were a couple beers involved, so uh, <laughs> I remember most of it. When, when did beers become an official barbecue? Now I guess beers are official barbecue well, side. What am I thinking? Yeah, it, that was the side, you know, bush light and ribs. Come on now. <laughs> well, what is this? Oh, potatoes. Never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why is it shaped like a beer can? <laughs> Any corn on the cob? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, now you grill those? Yes, I do. So I, I think that's the best way to do corn on the cob. Absolutely the best way to do it. And as a matter of fact, I did it last night as well. So I'll take a, you know, I'll just take corn. We live out in the country. So, okay. so you walk to your backyard. Walk to the backyard, <laughs> pick a couple ears of corn, boil them for about 10 minutes. Okay. Mayonnaise. Really? Mayonnaise, and then put them on the hottest grill you can possibly find and just get them as black as this microphone. And it's, it brings out the, the sugars in the corn. Just they, they caramelize and they just become great. So no foil, no, no husk. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Well, if you can. OK, so the grocery store right now has corn. 
when our corn starts growing and all the farmers in town start having it, then we'll do it on, with the husk on it. And we'll actually, I'll, I'll actually uh, just set it in water for a couple hours, soften that husk up. And that way, when you throw them on the grill with the husk on, it almost steams them from the inside mm. out. And so that, that's really the trick with it. A buddy of mine, he does that. And then he wraps them in newspaper. I don't know why he, that works better, but he'll bring them to, you know, a gathering, poker sure. gathering. But they're delicious. Oh, but the mayonnaise, I've never heard the mayonnaise. The mayonnaise, is, it's a weird thing. I got really big into cooking elotes, which is like the Mexican street corn. And, you know, a little bit of mayonnaise and a little bit of uh, tapatio or uh, 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 what is that other stuff called? It's like a lemon flavored seasoning that you put in like a michelada or something like that. Nice. Right on the corn. It's just killer. Nice. Just killer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. The one thing I'm going to hate about this show is how hungry I get every time we talk. I, th- I think we need to make uh, T-Bone. I think we need to put in the rules of the show that every time he talks about like ribs, he's got to bring everybody, Kyle, all of us some ribs. Don't you think? I, I like it. R- rule number. Make that rule number four B. Four B. Considering we're always going to be talking about. I know, but I mean. <laughs> I drove by a barbecue place on the way here, and I'm like, I didn't have time to stop. And now I'm sitting there, you know, I've, I've had a Snickers bar, and I'm going, this is not working. This right. is not I don't care what the commercial says. It's not working. I'm just going to start eating before I come to the show. It's like going to the grocery <laughs> store hungry, you know? <laughs> I will. I do want to brag a little bit over this weekend. Um, and I live alone, so it's just me. But I grilled up. There's, there's a local steakhouse that you can buy raw meats. Mm-hmm. And so I bought on Saturday some of their bacon wrap fillets. Nice. Oh, and nice. came home, grilled, had them on Saturday and Sunday, had some uh, cheesy potatoes with them. So I didn't have beer for my side, <laughs> cheesy, but an actual real side. But um, and when, when, one of the segments when we talk about doing steaks, um, I, I do a good job, but I know I can do better. You can you always know. do better. But the but I had them pretty good. The second night was better than the first night because I kind of because it's harder for me. The tall ones, I, I like to get them cooked through. And but I mean, a bacon wrap fillet is so good. I mean, man. Anyway, so the trick with the with the, the fillets on the big, thick ones like that, we'll get into this one one time. Of course, we'll do. It's a reverse sear. Oh, that's the trick. Sear. Okay, the reverse sear. Okay. Okay, that, that's why we're going to bring him back. So, <laughs> what I mentioned coming up, speaking of the show, we've got Joe Pierce, a buddy of yours from a place called Slaps Barbecue. Looking forward to talking to him. Also, we want to talk about essential items to have in your barbecue arsenal. Hint, hint, Father's Day coming up. Hint, hint, this is what you should purchase for dad. Right. Um, by the way, do your family buy you barbecue stuff, or do you have everything? No. What no, they, they, don't, they don't buy me any barbecue stuff. What do they get stuff? you? <laughs> we'll get back to you. <laughs> I know it's not a tie because you haven't worn one of those in years. And most of the time it's just guitars. <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to, speaking of Dan, we're going to talk about how he got started in the barbecue competition. We'll even have you throw in a recipe too. Uh, okay. And, uh, and But what we want to do now is we've got a segment which is called Ask Dan, our resident barbecue fix-it man. And we're going to be giving away our sauce of the month, which this month happens to be the Blues Hog Barbecue Sauce, the Raspberry Chipotle. Yep, the Raspberry Chipotle, brand new. But we're going to bring in T-Bone, who's got our question of the week. Dear Dr. Dan, (laughs) help. My wife has commandeered the backyard grill. I haven't grilled in years now since I made the mistake of sending her to a barbecue workshop. She's taken to using it while I'm at work to proudly announce she made dinner when I get home. 
how do I get my grill back? <laughs> Signed, Gene in Florida. Okay, so I would take the approach. There's two different approaches I would go with. So if it's a charcoal grill, hide the charcoal. <laughs> if it's a gas grill, go ahead and let it run out of gas. That way you have to go to the grocery store or the, the convenience store, get new propane, and then you're back in business. So the only, you, can't, you can't keep her from grilling. The only thing that you can do is keep that fire from getting lit up. <laughs> Hide the source. Hide the source, yep. No fire, no grill. Okay. No grill. And, and notice, of course, the question's always going to be towards Dan, but he didn't ask the single guy, you know, how to, how to compete on the grill with the wife. But is there a compromise? Can, can maybe he can have the grill Monday through Friday or Saturday, Sunday? Yep. So what I do at my house, because my wife is a fantastic barbecue, I've got my own grill. She has her own grill. Oh, my god! Two grills. There you go. You know, he's going to try to sell that at the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if you go to to our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation, you can get one of those. So, anyway, I want to also do a quick uh, shout-out to one of our affiliates. We wanted to say hi to Sports 56 in Memphis, 560 AM. And also, you can catch it on 87.7 FM. And their website is sports56whbq.com. Notice they've got BQ in their call letters. So uh, No accident. No accident. There's BQ in their call letters. And be sure to check out their Sports 56 Mornings with Peter and CJ. Well, coming up next uh, segment, you want to stick around for that because we've got Joe Pierce, who's from Slaps Barbecue. Like yourself, he does competition barbecue. Got a restaurant also, and so we're going to be talking to him. So stick around. Don't forget, you can check out everything we're talking about on our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete, 1 in 16,000. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, 1 in 150. You know the odds of autism. Now learn the signs. No big smiles or other joyful expressions by 6 months. No back and forth sharing of sound or facial expressions by 9 months. And no babbling by 12 months. To learn more of the signs, visit AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. No kidding, I'm ready to fight. I've been looking for my baby all night. If I get up in my sight, boom, boom, out go the light. I thought I'd treat my baby fair. Now she's Go the lights. 
I know the song. I never knew the artist. It's by Little Walter. Welcome back to the Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with Dan and producer T-Bone and engineer Kyle. And we've got a treat for you. We've got a gentleman who has a restaurant called Slaps Barbecue, and he's on the line with us. It's Joe Pierce. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing good, fellas. Thanks for having me on tonight. How's business, buddy? Yeah, well, you know, minus the corona, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. We're doing pretty good. <laughs> well, I want to ask you a couple of questions before I let Dan take over. And the first question is, what's the name of your competition team? Well, we're, we're technically Slaps Barbecue, but we started out as Squeal Like a Pig Barbecue. <laughs> uh, and so uh, putting Squeal Like a Pig on the side of the building was a touch offensive and a little... Uh, <laughs> A little costly for all those letters, so we just chose slaps. So when you, when you first came up with the the original name, how drunk were you guys? You know, we actually weren't drunk. It was probably it's probably one of those text threads you hope nobody ever finds. <laughs> uh, that was the least offensive barbecue team name that we actually came up with. The least uh, offensive. Oh yeah, it's a real. There's some real inappropriate ones in there, and um, but yeah, so we uh, we we thought it was funny, and in no way, shape, or form did we ever uh, think of a movie scene out of Deliverance. Uh, <laughs> we were thinking about that, but uh, but a lot of people uh, send us messages on uh, social media saying that we're insensitive to pigs being slaughtered and uh, male rape victims sometimes <laughs> even. So. Uh, Anyway, long story short, we chose slaps. <laughs> Do you have a barbecue theme song that goes along with all that? I mean, a barbecue, a banjo theme song that goes along with all that. <laughs> you know, we made the joke when we first opened that if you heard dueling banjos and you were at the register, your meal was free. <laughs> um, but we were so busy, we never heard it. And so nobody ate for free. <laughs> sure, you never heard it. So how did you come up with the name Slaps. Well, slap, it's just an acronym for squeal like a pig. S L A P S. Yeah. I should have that, that, that out. simple. Yeah. I we should. were actually uh we were actually filming the finale of Barbecue Pitmasters and my brother and I were in the Tampa Tampa Bay Airport and we were we're both Italian and we're both right all the time. Um, <laughs> and we were you know, it's seven fifteen in the morning and we're screaming at each other like two good Italian boys will about whether we wanted to call it slap barbecue or slaps oh barbecue. Oh gosh, I can see that argument. Finally, uh, finally some some nice uh, lady came over and, and she said, hey, I'm in marketing. Would you like my two cents? And uh, and she said, you should call it slaps. And uh, we said, okay. And so that's, uh, that's a great that's story. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. So we stopped arguing. We ate our, our, our breakfast at the Chili's and uh, got on the plane. <laughs> So I know Dan and you guys do a lot of competition. I'm going to let Dan take over for, for a while because you guys can talk uh, competition. Yeah, absolutely. So Joe and I, we've been competing against each other for what? The better part of 10 years now, Joseph? Oh, uh, it's pretty. You, you've got you've got a few more years on me. Yeah, I, well, me. I, I remember when you and your brother first coming in the barbecue store and you, when you guys were just getting started and, and just watching your, your evolution of, of competition up all the way up to having the restaurant. It's been amazing and. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. And I, I'm, I'm super proud of you guys. I think it's just, I think it's very, very cool. 
Well, I appreciate that. We, uh, you, you've, you've told me a lot of wise information about uh, <laughs> barbecue products over the years, well, uh, things to use and things not to use. And so, you know, we couldn't have done it without you, Dan. Well, I, really I appreciate that. that. Let's, uh, let's put that one down so we can bring that back for future use. So. Now, let me interject a question here because you guys are all competing against each other. Do you, do you help each other out a little bit here and there? Well, he helps me out more than I help him out because uh, he's a little more competitive than my, than I am with my busy schedule, the three girls and, and in the farm you know it's uh it keeps me pretty busy i don't get out as much as i want to however i do have a lot of fun when we do get to go out and cook that's for sure absolutely and you know i'm i'm an open book when it comes to competition barbecue i've everything i've done has been on some sort of tv show here or another so if people ask me what i do i'm usually telling them the pretty honest truth and uh i have a lot of guys who take my classes who will show up and say hey you 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 did that different than you taught in your class. And it was like, most of the time, it's just because I forgot. (laughs) I've, I've forgotten more about barbecue at this point than I've learned probably. And And that's um, a great, that's a great place to be at when you can forget things that you, (laughs) yeah, just awesome. Exactly. And, and, you know, you have to, you have to adapt when you're cooking 40 contests a year. Um, The guys who say, uh, you know, I go out and cook the exact same thing, the exact same tenderness with the exact same flavors uh, at every part of the country. I just I just don't believe because it doesn't work for me. I, uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure the Darren Wirtz and the Tim Grants and the Boomerang barbecues and getting basids out there can all do that. But I got to I, I got to, you know, claw, scratch and, and cheat every second I can get <laughs> to try to uh, try to win a barbecue contest. And obviously I'm joking about the cheating aspect. of it. But, uh, sure. Yeah. That's long story it. short, you know, you just got to You got to play around with it and constantly evolve. And somebody's struggling, man, just tell them, tell them what's going on and give them a hand. And it, it, that all comes back, man. That all comes back. Now, now, Joe, a buddy of mine took me to your restaurant. And then one Saturday night, I think it was, I was watching television and your guys came on and you were, you were talking about how you made your Turkey. And I went over there. I had to try it. It was delicious. But speaking of television, tell everybody what television shows you've been on. Yeah. So we started out, uh, we got lucky on the TV show, barbecue Pitmasters. Um, we were one of 18 teams in the country to compete on that. Um, and, uh, we did pretty well. We finished second out of all those teams lost by less than a point, um, to a, to a guy out of Georgia. And then we got to go right back the very next year to the all-star season where, um, I lost to Tim Grant in the first round who I don't feel too bad about because everybody lost to Tim Grant at some (laughs) point in the, in the, barbecue world um is he the tiger woods of barbecue oh he probably was for uh for three three years well so so. was tiger (laughs) yeah exactly good point but no he i mean that that true bud barbecue couldn't miss there for just a little bit and uh and so then uh you know we had kind of had a run on pit masters and we did uh we did a show called burgers maroon q with michael simon um uh celebrity chef michael simon who we've we've stayed in touch with and he's a really good dude. And he, uh, he sends the Browns coaching staff to our restaurant when they're in town. And we send the chiefs down to them when, uh, in Maybill's barbecue and in, uh, Ohio, when he gets to, when they get to go up there and, and so have a good relationship with that guy. And then, um, we did a show called food paradise, which was, uh, kind of come in and signature two dishes and, we got to do that. That was a lot of fun. And then most recently last year, we were on a TV show called barbecue brawl with, uh, Bobby Flay and Michael Simon. And, uh, uh I'm notorious. I'm not very good at TV shows, uh, because I, I lose <laughs> all of the ones. You've been I on could. TV more than Johnny Carson. 
Uh, I don't know about that, but I, I can't seem to win them. Um, and ev- everybody holds that over my head. I, I like to get there and I look really good. And then I look really bad usually is what happens. So, uh, but it's about exposure and getting out there and it, it just, you know, keeps funneling people into the restaurant. So that's a good thing. Well, yeah. and, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, we got to have fun with it. Absolutely. And I got to ask you a quick question about your Slaps Barbecue store. I noticed on your website, your store hours are from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. or sold out. Which happens first? Oh, we try not to sell out, but uh, unfortunately, it happens from time to time. Um, during, during this whole Corona mess, we haven't sold out as much, but, uh, hopefully that'll pick up. up. Yeah. But in the, uh, in the middle of summer, I mean, we'll sell out a ribs burn-ins uh every day we're trying to alleviate that so <laughs> hopefully over the next couple months you'll we'll be able to start cooking more and more and more food with staff and more smokers and everything in between and uh but yeah so we i mean ribs and burn-ins will sell out almost every day there you go well listen we've been talking to joe pierce of slaps barbecue his website slapsbbqkc.com and you can learn more about him on our facebook page which is barbecue radio nation.com and we will be right back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Ah, you can talk about the pit, barbecue, the band was jumping, the people too, ah, mess around, they're doing the mess around, they're doing the mess around, everybody's doing the mess around, ah, everybody was juice, you can bet your soul, they did the boogie boogie with the study roll, they mess around, Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, along with Dan Hathaway and T-Bone and Kyle doing the engineering. And we have brought back, who we were just talking to, Joe Pierce, that owns Slaps Barbecue. And we were we, we got talking about all your TV and all the different stuff. But, you know, one thing that you can offer everybody, Joe, is, is some backyard barbecuing. Joe, it's been awesome to talk to you about competition barbecue, but you and I both know that this whole thing starts in the backyard. And I want to know what it is that you do, what's your favorite thing to cook when you are not at the restaurant slaving away at that pit. I want to know what Joe Pierce, owner of Slaps Barbecue, world famous barbecue, cooks <laughs> in his backyard. You know, that, that's a good question. Uh, I try not to cook. Not <laughs> oh, come on. No, not, not, not oh, true It's a at show all. killer. Uh, <laughs> not true at all. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a steak and potatoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a steak and potatoes guy. Mm-hmm. So any chance I can fire up the grill and, and uh, I kind of go through trends. Uh, I really love ribeyes. It's probably my favorite. Oh, I love ribeyes. 
by myself, but I really, you know, I get back to, I grew up eating a Kansas city strip. I just thought it was an awesome as a 10 year old. I thought I could go. It was so cool to go into a restaurant and order a, a cut of meat that was named after the city I was living in. <laughs> yep. and, yeah. uh, and so I love, love the Kansas city strip going up. And so I've eaten so many ribeyes over the last uh, couple of years from competition barbecue and steak cook-offs that I've kind of gone back to cooking, cooking Kansas city strips. And, um, but I play around, you know, if I had to choose one cut of meat to eat the rest of my life, I'd probably choose the, the ribeye cap, the spinalis, which oh, is yeah. just the, just the best part of the cow, man. That's the really only way to put it. But, uh, but no, I cook on when I'm at the house. I'll be honest with you. I cook on a, a Weber Genesis uh, gas grill because it doesn't take any time to heat up. And uh, and, you know, I get it up to about 700 degrees and I sear the steak off for, you know, three, four minutes each side and get it to medium, medium, medium rare and, you know, throw a twice baked potato in the oven and, and call dinner good. And um, but the, the thing I probably use the most at the house when I'm grilling is, is grill grates and they're, they're cast aluminum. They distribute heat really well. They'll make any backyard cook a better cook. And I know Dan knows all about the grill grates and they're just, uh, they're just probably one of the better products that's been invented over the, uh, over the last few years in barbecue that has really taken off that you see a lot of gimmicks in barbecue, you know, people create the steam brush or, um, <laughs> you know, the, the towels that don't rip or whatever, you know, some magic. I thought it's just called towels. <laughs> yeah. They're called towels. You know, that's and, the, uh, the funny thing is that barbecue is kind of like golf. There's so many gadgets to fix your swing and there's so many gadgets to fix your barbecue and <laughs> exactly. it's, it's a mess. I mean, uh, do I need a three hinge grill gr- grill brush that shoots out water and cleaner at the same time? No. No, but you it's awesome. Either. Well, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> and it's great gift ideas. Now, for some it's, of us, the answer would be yes, by the way, just <laughs> us amateurs over here. The other thing that I'm super proud to hear that, that you cook on a gas grill, because there's so many purists that I talk to on a you know weekly basis that that poo poo the gas grill and uh, gas grills. Pretty, <laughs> they're, they're pretty handy. And I will be honest with you. I cook on a gas grill a ton at the house and I've got one of every cooker in the barn. So, I mean, it's just, it's a matter of ease It's a matter of what you're comfortable with and something that just yeah. has a nice, even heat. You can't, you can't beat a cooker that has nice, even heat. Well, here's the crazy part. This is what I love about the gas grill. Number one, it's, you know, I have a big Kamado ceramic. It was built in the eighties. It's blue laid tile. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's 35 years old. You have one uh, of those? I have one of those. Oh, I bought it goodness. off. I bought it off of Craigslist for $500. Okay, <laughs> uni- that's the unicorn of barbecue grills. Did you meet in a yeah, parking all- lot to exchange it, by the way? <laughs> no, the stipulation was I had to carry it out of his backyard and it weighs about a thousand pounds. <laughs> and, uh, but it's absolutely gorgeous, but I don't want to move it. It's too heavy. Yeah. And so the, every time I want to cook a steak, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to find a uh, chimney starter in a Weber cube and, get the charcoal out and wait 15 minutes for those to get hot, then dump them in. And it's just, you know, I can go outside and turn the, the burner on to hot and, you know, I could be done eating dinner by the time I even get the charcoal ready. Well, on Joe, don't you think there's kind of grill. a difference between weekday barbecuing and weekend as far as your time goes? Like during the week, you're working, you're putting a lot of hours. So the propane comes in so much handier than on the weekend, right? Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, when I, when I get off work, my, my wife and I just had our first daughter in in January. And so when I get off work, she's been hanging out with the baby all day and all she wants to do is eat dinner and and take a break. So I usually jump, jump on the grill and, 
you know, chicken, chicken is a go-to right now, just because of kind of the prices of steak and, you know, we'll all grill off some chicken real quick. We do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of pork tenderloin. We do a lot of uh, pork steaks. We do a lot of pork chops. I mean, it's just, you know, those, those cook to 145 and you're done. And, uh, you know, I don't want to sit there and, and manage a charcoal grill all night long when I'm just after working 10 hours and 12 hours and just want to get home, eat some dinner and watch, uh, watch the local news and see what's burning down today and, and, uh, go to bed. Actually, you want to you want to watch a sporting event from eight years ago is what you're going to watch on TV. I can't tell you how many times I've watched Tiger Woods win the Masters. <laughs> I mean, it was it's magical. It's magical. I have watched the Chiefs win the Super Bowl several times. Uh, that I was, have too, and every time I don't think they're going to pull it out, but somehow they do. <laughs> I, you know, I always I as I watch that, I think about you know how uh, how bad San Francisco actually played and everybody was like oh they played really well they didn't really play that well but neither did the chiefs until the fourth quarter until the fourth quarter seven minutes left i've got it memorized (laughs) me too well listen we want to again thank joe pierce for hanging around for a second segment he's got slaps barbecue the website if you want to check it out it's slapsbbqkc.com if you're ever in kansas city you got to go by his restaurant and check it out you can also check it out on our facebook page at bbq radio nation um everybody please like our facebook page and uh, we're gonna have all kinds of things on there including uh the information regarding joe and slaps barbecue uh joe thanks again for hanging with us thanks for having me guys it was a blast dan do you dan you want to say anything to joe since you guys are actually friends Oh, I just wanted to, uh, I actually want to wish him his uh, very first happy Father's Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thank and you. Uh, And yeah, hope it's a good one, man. And I hope to see you soon. Love you, buddy. Congratulations. I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you, guys. Thanks again, Joe Pierce. And thanks for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. We'll be right back after this. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue sauces, rubs, glazes, marinades, and so much more at thekansascitybbqstore.com. Delivered right to your door. What is it with you yanks and your barbecues? Try haggis. Sheep's heart, liver, and lungs packed into the sheep's stomach, and then boiled. Delicious.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kias, along with Dan Hathaway. We got our producer, T-Bone. Hi, T-Bone. Hey, what's up? Look at him. Just, <laughs> doesn't he look pretty over there? Oh, the yeah, corner? just sitting up tall. Sitting up tall, acting like he's doing something. And engineer Kyle, that without him, this would not all be happening. Thank but you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. So uh, we're coming up a couple weeks away from Father's Day. And you're a father. I am. And for people, and, and you know, this show is really geared for people who are grilling in the backyard and how to do it better. And people are going to have essential needs. What what are what would what do you think are some essential needs to make good barbecue in the backyard? Well, short of just having the time to do it and and the want to, because I mean, you really have to enjoy the process to really knock out really good barbecue. And without the want to or the time. They're, they're, you're just you're just throwing stuff on a grill and burning it. Well, it's kind of like when we talked to Joe. You got the weekday time, which is you've worked all day long. You're tired. Propane, throw it on there. Grill it real quick. There's dinner, and then there's the weekend. All right, gonna have a beer. Gonna relax. Sit in the backyard. Maybe throw on with the, the radio. Kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so really, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it, and and doing what we do. Yeah, cooking in the backyard and, and and trying to trying to beat our best score, so to speak. You know, the next time you cook, it, it's really a challenge. And there's so many different things that you can you can do to improve your game, to improve your finished product. And that's where that's where we come into play at the Kansas City Barbecue Store. So I mean, we we've got a little bit of everything from thermometers, you know, every sauce, every rub you can possibly imagine, every flavor, every color, every you know, every kind of <laughs> everything you can possibly imagine, and you know, if we can pair you up with the right thing, you can't go wrong. Okay, so let me let me talk. You mentioned thermometers. Thermometers, okay, number one. Uh, okay, good. I feel better because I, I I'm an amateur griller. All right, I think I do pretty good, and I know that you can do the whole touch and okay, this is medium and this is yeah. I want the thermometer. I want to know exactly what the temperature is. So you know, back in the day, it was all about feel. And everybody, you know, the, the true pit masters could pick up a slab of ribs and the way it bends in the middle and the, the, the meat fibers just crack a little bit and they know it's done. Oh, that's a done rib. No, barbecue is a science and, and cooking is a science. And to really achieve the most perfectly cooked meat, ribs, brisket, pork, anything, you must absolutely must have a good thermometer. It's, it's the number one tool in my in my box by far. Because isn't. The slower you do it, the better it's going to come out, right? Well, that that that's an old way of thinking, Uh-oh. but but that is the right way of thinking. Oh, hello, thank you, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Score one for the amateur. Yeah. So and so that being said, a thermometer will take an amateur like you, Dave. Okay. And it will put you over the edge, and you will dominate your barbecue backyard. Let me give you an example. This past weekend, early in the show, we were talking about I had these bacon wrap fillets that yeah. were just delicious. Absolutely. And I've got a thermometer from your store. Yes. And so the the first night, because I wasn't doing it exactly right, even though I was using the thermometer, I didn't do it quite right. The second night, I just nailed it. But if I didn't have that thermometer, there's no way. Yeah. You know, short of just doing the, the press test on your hand, like they've, <laughs> they've like Reichland's taught you on, on Planet Barbecue for so long. You know, the thermometer it makes it a no brainer. You can't screw it up. OK. You can't screw it I, up. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about sauces. Our sauce of the month is the Blue Blues Hog Barbecue Sauce. You got the Raspberry Chipotle going on. Raspberry Chipotle, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So Blues Hog's been around for a long time. It was started, uh, you know, probably about 15 years ago by a man named Bill Arnold. And uh, it's 
it's changed hands and now it's in in the in good hands of a, of a guy in St. Louis right now and he's now taking over the company and he's they're developing some new sauces and his most latest sauce that he's come out with is called it's a raspberry chipotle and it's an older recipe that's kind of been revamped and my goodness it is just it's it's great on everything. That sounds good. It, it, it's it's smoky. It's sweet. It it's thick and it and it has a little bit of vinegar to it because that's how that's the kind of the model that Blues mm-hmm. Hog follows. It's just just a touch of vinegar. And uh, man, I, I've been using it on pretty much everything. I did some pork steaks last night at the house, which I I love pork steaks. They're easy. My girls they just they they go to town on a pork steak. But pork steak, raspberry chipotle, Blues Hog. It's a winner every single time. I have to have in my house barbecue sauce at oh, all times. Yeah. Just because you never know when you're going to need it. I'm thinking about trying it on peanut butter and jelly. I'm just thinking. Not a bad idea. <laughs> I had the donut guy next to us at, at the barbecue store make me up some Blues Hog donuts for an open house. And uh, it was pretty good. A little Blues Hog <laughs> on some maple bars. Come on now. All right. So let's let's talk some more Father's Day uh, items that you can get at your store. Plug the store. The Kansas City Barbecue Store dot com. No, wait, how's it spelled out? The Kansas City BBQ Store. Thank you. That's, thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, one of the things when I first started, I didn't know anything about rubs. Mm-hmm. And now I, I've learned all about rubs. You guys got a great selection at the store. And now, like my fillets, I've been bragging about. Man, I had the rubs going on it. Talk a little bit about rubs. So we've got a. We, so our our barbecue store is called the Kansas City Barbecue Store. However, we focus a lot on different regional barbecues. Yes. And so we have stuff from Texas. We have stuff from the Carolinas. Obviously, Kansas City and everywhere in between. I even have. Uh, I've got a good friend in Australia that has a uh, barbecue restaurant down there. We carry his sauce because it's made here in Kansas City, and then he ships it over there. So we have. We've got rubs and sauce from all over the world, essentially. And um, when it comes right down to it, the most important part of barbecue is the rub. Okay. Is the rub. Okay. Meat selection, rub, and the cooking method is by far the number one thing. You know, I travel doing stand-up comedy, and I like to eat barbecue wherever I go. And sometimes I'll find out I'm from Kansas City, and I'll be down in Texas, and they're like... Oh yeah, well, don't ours is better. And I go, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Carolinas, get, all yeah. good. So I have a, I have a couple of vendors that give me a hard time at the store because I like everything. <laughs> I really do. If somebody will bring in a new rub. I'll try it out. I'll be like, yeah, this is great. And they're like, well, you know, what about this sauce? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I I there's nothing that I don't like when it comes to barbecue. Yeah, I'm except bad way. barbecue. Well, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Burnt ends that were way too burnt. Yeah, you know, <laughs> undercooked burnt ends. Yeah. So um, Father's Day, once again, gift ideas. What about some tools that, that you could get for dad that he might not have? So, you know, anymore, we'll go back to the thermometer thing. We, we have a, a barbecue tech is huge right now, whether it be uh, digital thermometers, uh, temperature monitoring systems. Everything is just is just is really automated anymore when okay. it comes to barbecue and especially the cookers nowadays with the pellet cookers. Okay. So, I mean, we, you know, that's the big thing right now. And it, and if you come into the store, you'll see a wall full of barbecue tech items that, that people absolutely go nuts over. Okay. If they want one of those smokers, grills, the does the pellets, mm-hmm. can you ship those? Yeah, we can, we can figure it out for sure. <laughs> I like that. We can figure it out. That's what we do. Anybody got a big box around here? <laughs> And the UPS guy, not looking too tired and come by. Right. Well, anyway, uh, 
Say your barbecue store again okay, one more so time. It's, it's the KansasCityBBQStore.com. That's what I wanted. BBQStore.com. Yes. And, of course, you can find all this on our Facebook page, which is BBQ Radio Nation. And we are Barbecue Radio Nation. We're trying to help you be a better griller. Father's Day, you got to get yourself. Go to the website. Get something for Dear Dad. Do not get him a tie, okay? Do not get him a tie. And you are listening to the Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm getting up to Barbecue Radio Nation, our final segment. Um, before we get out of here, I want to say special thanks to Joe Pierce from Slaps Barbecue. Dan, thanks for lining that up. You got it. Uh, we were only going to have him on one segment, but once we got talking barbecue with Joe, we just kept going. Yeah, so, he's, a, he's a good he's a good guest to have on for sure. Absolutely, we will bring him back. We also talked today about some great Father's Day barbecue presents. No ties, barbecue presents. What's that website again? The Kansas City BBQ store.com with an emphasis on thermometers. That was our big thing today. We learned about, and I felt better because I use a thermometer. I thought I was being an amateur, and now I find out I kind of know what I'm doing. <laughs> but get one of those thermometers at the store. So, Dan, coming up in future shows, what kind of guests, what kind of topics are we going to be talking about when it comes to barbecue? So, I've been rounding up a bunch of barbecue people for the, for the show, and, and next week I'm going to have. We're, we are going to have on Roger Davidson from the Horizon Barbecue Smoker Company out of uh, Perry, Oklahoma. This guy's knows barbecue. He's been building pits for 30 plus years, and uh, he's just a good old Okie to talk barbecue <laughs> with. So I'm looking forward to that, and I know he is as well. And what about kind of topics are we be talking about, too, in the future? We'll be talking a little bit about barbecue. <laughs> well, let, I think next week we'll... was that a shot? Did he get a shot in? Wait, since when did the barbecue expert get to the end of shots? That's just for the host. I think next week. I think we need to to really take a look at meat meat selection. Okay, uh, fresh versus frozen, and uh, you know just the best places to find that. Okay, we talked a little bit about ribeyes today. One of my favorite cuts, and and of course fillets and t bones. Now I'm getting hungry again. There's T-Bone over there. There's T-Bone over there. <laughs> Keeping the clock going. Hurry up. Wrap it up. Anyway, I want to remind you that any questions and comments, um, only nice comments, you can go to our Facebook page. That's BBQ Radio Nation. Please go and like that today. We want everybody to get on there. Dan's going to have a lot of things on there. We're going to have put on, be putting on recipes and different places that you can purchase stuff. And that's, again, on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. For Dan Doc Hathaway, producer T-Bone, engineer Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Again, he talks way too much. We want to thank you for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. And again, check us out at Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. Like us. Get your friends to go on there and tune in next week. We will see you then uh, for Barbecue Radio Nation. Thanks so much and happy barbecuing. Happy barbecuing.